This is the Fifth Quarter Podcast on AM 900 CHML. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the Fifth Quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin, Will Erskine on the other side of the glass. It is an early Sunday morning edition of the fifth quarter let's get to the scoring summary before we open up the phone lines and the twitter verse and the email and get a bunch of um comments and quotes and reaction from ticats fans from coast to coast to coast and certainly around the world as well lots and lots and lots of scoring tonight and we will start maybe before we start with the scoring we'll start with the first pass attempt from Zach Caleros, who is making his 2016 debut tonight. And, well, it didn't go according to plan. He fumbled his first pass attempt. He was sacked, lost the football. BC recovered. They took that turnover. BC, by the way, with two turnovers on the night. But they converted that turnover into eight points, a TD and a two-point conversion. As Jonathan Jennings, who had a great game tonight, at least a great first half, Hit Brian Burnham on a 72-yard bomb to make it eight to nothing. The two-point convert run in by Jeremiah Johnson. Brett Maher, he was strong tonight too. 27-yard field goal cut the lead to eight-three. Maher again, this time from 54 yards out. It was eight to six. Richie Leone, who had a fantastic night tonight, punting the football. I say just punting the football. We'll get to that in a minute. He had a punt single to make it 9-6 lines, and then BC went up 16-6 on the last play of the first quarter when Johnson ran in from six yards out. Maher conceded to safety to make it 18-6 BC. Jennings to Arsenault had made a fantastic grab in the end zone in triple coverage. 35-yard strike, 25-6 BC. Ticats fans wondering what the heck's going on. I was thinking the same thing. Jeremiah Masoli and the Cats cut into BC's lead. He gets in on a one-yard score. It's 25-12 as the Cats miss a two-point convert. And with just over two minutes to go in the first half, Johnson runs the football in from one yard out to make it 32-12 at halftime. Another poor first half for Hamilton. Second half, much different story, and it starts with Emmanuel Davis, who intercepts Jonathan Jennings. Brings it back 74 yards before he trips over his own feet and lands on the BC2. After a C.J. Gable run, when he loses four yards, Caleros finds Luke Tasker in the end zone, his first touchdown of the season. Tasker's first TD as well. It's 32-19 for the Lions. Leone hits a punt single, 33-19. Maher follows with a 42-yard field goal. He's third of the night. It's 33-22. And with just under two minutes to play in the third quarter, Maher concedes another safety, 35-22, heading into the fourth. Adam Bighill with an interception. Leone follows up with a 27-yard field goal. It's 38-22 BC. Caleros to Tolliver, and what a throw that was. An absolute bullet. 31-yard TD. It's 38-30 BC because Caleros and Fantuz converted a two-point conversion. Leone. On a 36-yard field goal attempt, 
Mrs. Wideright and Brandon Banks does it again. A 126-yard missed field goal return for a touchdown. We're tied at 38 with just over four minutes to go. Unbelievable. But the Lions pull it out as Jonathan Jennings throws his third TD of the game, second to Emmanuel Arsenault, a 30-yard major. Final score, 45-38. Cats did claw back. Man, they were relentless tonight. We're close to getting a touchdown, but Caleros overthrew or underthrew his intended target. As he was, he was thinking end zone, but it just did not get there. All right, your thoughts on tonight's game? Give us your player of the game. We will name our fifth quarter fan of the night. And I'm also going to ask, what grade would you give Zach Caleros tonight? I thought he was really good. He was under a lot of pressure, especially early on in the ballgame. BC had five sacks in the first half, zero in the second half. I thought Zach was pretty darn good tonight. I'd probably give him a solid B+. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email rick at 900chml.com. And on Twitter, at Rick Samprin at am900chml. Let's start with, we have a bunch of callers on the line. We're going to get to all of you. Don't sweat. You stayed up late to watch the game. You're staying up late to call into the fifth quarter. We'll get you on. We'll start with Brad. Brad, welcome to the show. Good evening, Rick. How's it going? Oh, it's you know what? It, it, it that felt like a playoff game. That that's that felt like a great cup. That to that, be that honest, exactly. You know that was beautiful. I know. I you know we lost, but you know, it, number one, on, Zach took the hits. He shook the rust off. He was looking good. He was looking like Zach of last year in, in a lot of ways tonight. Yeah, when he started to get his feet going, and I'm not talking about the happy feet, but I mean he's he's got really quick feet. When you saw him kind of dancing around and looking for those open targets downfield and putting a lot of mustard on the football, too, I, I all I could do was smile because that's that's the Zach we know. Oh, I was I was grinning a mile wide. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I mean, just, you know, it was hard to watch him take those first couple of hits. Yeah. And those, those sacks, I mean, that was, that was just the O-line just falling apart. Yeah, and you kind of every time he got hit, I you know I wasn't waiting for him to get hurt because that's the last thing you think of. But it's it's almost like you're taking the hit as well. Like you almost yeah. kind of feel some of his pain. Yeah. He, was, he was getting smacked around pretty good. Yeah, we were, we were definitely cringing. Who's your uh, Who's your player of the game tonight? Uh you know what? I gotta split it. Okay. I gotta. I gotta of course, I gotta give it to Zach because he, you know, he he proved everybody that he was ready to go. Yep. And his his, his hard work over the last year. Has paid off. He's bigger and better than before. Now he's got the rust off for sure. Uh, I, you know, I think he's going to pretty much pick up where he left off. And I got to throw a vote to Speedy as well. You know, he just he came through in the clutch as usual. Yeah, that was a remarkable return, no doubt about it. And again, I'm going to give Zach. I'm going to give him an A. An A. Okay. An, an A. You know, he 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 fought through taking the hits. He fought through the O line not covering properly. You know, good good on the coach for for changing from five up front to six up front to mm-hmm. keeping the protection in the second half. You know, good on that, and uh, he he made use of every every down he got. Sounds good. Thanks for the call, Brad. All right, we'll talk to you later. Brad with votes for Caleros and Banks and giving Zach an A. What grade do you give Zach Caleros tonight? 
your thoughts on the game as well. We have Dave, Locker, Darcy, and Kevin. We'll get to you when we come back. It's our first break here on the fifth quarter, brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. Thanks for joining us here on the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin in to host yet another late night uh, broadcast. Uh, this, uh, I believe, is going to be the last one of the night. Actually, we got one uh, following the Calgary game. So, but, but beyond that, happy to be here and happy to be talking about Ticats. Uh, would have loved to have talked about a Ticats come from behind victory, but uh, they fall just short, losing 45 38 in. BC. Quick tweet from Bruce. Well, needless and sad to say, player of the game is Arsenault. Cats played a good second half, made it interesting. Hashtag fifth quarter. They certainly played a great second half. No doubt about that. Let's go back to the phones at 905 645 3221. Star 9900 is Locker. Locker, how are you? Hey, good. How are you? I'm okay. Um, my uh, grade. Uh, would be would have been an eight for Zach, but until that play, that third down, that unnecessary pass on third down, like he was five yards from the chain, uh, could have been could have been an easy first down, and he went uh, all in. But overall, I'm not. You know what? I'm not disappointed with the loss overall. Mm-hmm. You know? well, and why do you say so, that? Just because they came back and made it interesting. Comeback, yeah. Uh, yep, because of the comeback, and that was. Quite impressive, actually. Um, so, what are we now? Three and four. So Three and four. Not that. Not not a, not a bad result, actually. <laughs> I don't know. There's confidence there. Zach's back. Um, he he was my player of the game again until that that play that that third down play totally so, unnecessary. Could have just scrimmaged and just could have ran it past the chains himself. Do you, do you have a different player of the game now? Uh, I guess I have to go speedy B okay. uh, because of that uh, return. Yeah, that was magical. That was fun. He's fun. <laughs> he certainly is. Locker, thanks for the call. Have a good one. Yep, thank you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. We have a, uh, a spot open on the phone bank. A tweet from Rob, new coach, who the, I'll say heck, called these plays tonight, go back to college, and Juanita tweets tie cats will go uphill from here zach was great for first game back and they will be on fire on august 20th so excited august 20th the tie cats finally return home after four straight games on the road dave's on the line he's called the fifth quarter good morning dave how are you good morning rick uh yeah i, I give uh, zach an a um i think we'll have our old quarterback back to what he was soon uh, he looked pretty impressive considering everything um the defense in the first half, they really, I mean, our secondary in the first half, they really need to tighten up. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, I noticed. I think everybody did. Yeah, they, they weren't pretty at all. Receiver half the time. I, I don't know what the problem is, whether the secondaries, uh, they need, they're, they're definitely weaker than last year. I, I guess free agency hurts them quite a bit. Yeah, um, th- that and injury, too. I mean, let's injury, not forget Craig yeah, Butler's yeah. gone, too, right? Now, these other cornerbacks, are they ever, that they had brought into training camp that got hurt that were supposed to be good, are they done for the year, or...? Uh, not necessarily done for the year, no. Uh, Demond Washington is on the six-game injured list, uh, and Craig Butler probably done for the year. So those are two of your, your main guys. Uh, right. Johnny Sears, another guy on the six-game injured list right. as well. So I think both of those guys, Washington and Sears, will be back. It's just a matter of when. Yes. Uh, well, they should make a difference when they get back. Um, yeah, you know, that uh, it, it was great they clawed back. Uh, tail of two teams again, first half, second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, you know, um, 
I, you know, all in all, you know, I'm disappointed they lost. And, yeah, that, that last play was a real head-scratcher. I always cringe when I see those low-percentage plays happening. Um, I don't know who called that play. I really don't. But, uh, you know, I think they let uh, let everybody down by doing that play. But, uh, you know, uh, Zach's player of the game, I give an A. I have a little bit of optimism. I mean, didn't have it after the first half, that was for sure. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I mean, you know, you got a couple games coming up, and uh, here we go. Yeah, I think uh, there's some positivity, certainly after the comeback. I know we've seen these kind of comebacks before, but uh, this one kind of feels a little bit different with Caleros and the momentum we can build off this game, right? Absolutely. Dave, thanks for the call. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. You too. Bye-bye. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. Tweet from Jack. Uh, need to start better on offense, but Zach played. Need not look like it affected him. Uh, Zach played good. Defense is using so much stupid zone defense, it's dumb. Grade B-plus for Zach. So me and Jack kind of on the same play, uh, same uh, wavelength for Zach's grade. And Scott Trust on Twitter says, bad start, but we, uh, well, bad start, but P and E ver gave up. <laughs> Not sure what that means. We came out of uh, with no injury, player of uh, the game Speedy B. Grade for Zach is a B+. Plus. Very cryptic tweet there from Scott Trust. Darcy's on the line. Darcy, good evening. How are you? Hey, hi, uh, how you doing, Rick? I'm okay. You? Uh, not too bad. Huh. Um, yeah, I, I definitely give Zach an A tonight for his... Uh, he looked pretty good, considering the old line uh, almost got him killed tonight. Uh, yeah. My, that's one of my three points I like to make. The old line needs to get better. And uh, like like you said, football's a team game. Zach Caleros is uh, he's a, he's our marquee quarterback, and uh, uh, that old line needs to shape up. And uh, not on pass protection and, and all facets of the game. Uh, with regards to our tackling on special teams, I don't know what's happened to our special teams. They've gone they've gone south. Like um, uh, for Jeff Ryan, in the last three years, I don't remember them like that. I don't know. No, Chris. Yeah, Chris Rainey had a couple of really nice runs. And uh, our secondary needs help. It's weak, very, very weak, uh, with those two rookies on the corner. Like you said, we've got some washed. I don't know if that's the answer, Washington, but or to look elsewhere. But uh, the defense does not look like they look like in the last three years. And um, the trends of giving up these big, um, massive leads that in the first half, I. Like I said last week, they haven't been doing this in the last three years, and, and that's worrisome to me. I uh, I don't know what the hell's going on there. But, um, well, it's obviously the three points I mentioned, but uh, the last play there, uh, Gable was wide open, and I don't know who made the call, but uh, he was wide open for the first down. Well, I think that uh, Zach may have seen something downfield, and he thought, you know what, I'm going to take a shot here. There was 20 seconds to go, so he had lots of time to throw it underneath, get the first down, get off another few plays, really. You probably had three more plays in your hip pocket. But, yeah, uh, yeah it just so didn't work, obviously. Whole point, like, obviously, Claros doesn't call his own plays. I highly doubt that. But, uh, like I said, uh, you're going into the – like, you got to play it safe there, like high percentage, give it to Gable. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I, it's not Zach's fault, but uh, I just there's there's like I said um, those three things: the O line, the secondary, and the tackling. And the trends of slow starts. Uh, I don't know why or what's going on with that, but um, yeah, the first halves are certainly troubling. And are you giving Caleros your player of the game as well? Yeah, I give it to Zach. Uh, he he uh, 
you look pretty you look pretty good. No doubt about it. Didn't look like he missed a beat at all. Darcy, thanks for the call. Okay, thanks. Jimmy on Twitter, a tough way to lose, but on the positive side, Zach looked amazing. Do you think he starts the rest of the season? Uh, yeah, without a doubt. Unless he gets hurt, knock on wood, he's going to be the guy. And if he plays the way he did tonight, especially in the second half, uh, this offense is going to chug along rather nicely. Final stats on Zach, 24 of 40. That's a 60% completion percentage. She threw for 331 yards, two TDs, one interception. So, yeah, not too shabby at all. Uh, Jack also on Twitter says, the refs are so bad, it affects the game so much. <laughs> there were a few calls uh, uh, that were called and not called against both teams that were real head scratchers, and that's really nothing new. We see that all the time, don't we? All right, another quick break. When we come back, John, Alex, Kevin, you're on the line. You're going to get on uh, in about two minutes' play here on the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. Welcome back. Rick Samprin here. Will Erskine on the other side of the glass just after 1.30 in the morning here on AM 900 CHML as we dissect tonight's 45-38 Tiger Cats loss at the hands of the BC Lions and Zach Caleros' first game in 2016 after an 11-month layoff, and I thought he looked uh, pretty darn good. Uh, email from Randy. Good morning, Rick. Another late one. First, it's great to see Zach back. I'm at the SAS game next week. Finally, a home game. How about those long CFL road trips? Rick, what a weird schedule this year. The Cats almost totally came back to win it. Impressive in the loss. Caleros much better in the second half. Special teams a problem, allowing too many yards. Speedy B, fantastic. Exciting at the end, but for sure is this game equation. Late game plus constant heat wave plus schedule times equals delirium and cereal at 1.30 a.m. Good to see Mike Jones and Jay Langa get into the game. Amazing comeback uh, amazing comeback team, those cats. Next week, let's flatten those riders. My player of the game, tough one, but I say for effort, Zach Caleros in his return. Game stats for Zach, not too bad. Kudos to Luke Tasker. Oski Wee Wee, that email from... Randy. Back to the phones. 905-645-3221. Star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email Rick at 900CHML.com. On Twitter, send us a note using the hashtag fifth quarter and uh, those Twitter addresses at AM900CHML at Rick Samprin. Kevin's on the line. Good morning, Kevin. Hi. How are you, Rick? Good. How are you? I'm uh, feeling the pain. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, what are you going to do? Uh, you got to give credit to the whole team for at, the, at the end of the day for uh, making it close. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, you got to give them credit. You got to give them credit. Um, but uh, where I'm looking at again, as as I said last week, uh, you got to find Gable on second down or the backfield. You got to. If anybody watches the film, I mean, I know they do too. But at the end of the day, he could have picked up. Uh, five first downs just in the second half alone. And it it, it kind of hurts me, but I, I, I don't know about the offensive coordinator as the guy coming out of Mac, uh, Patasiak. Steph Patasik? Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think there might be a disconnect between him and, him and Austin. Um, at the end of the day, though, you got to give, uh, you got to give, credit to austin still he uh he fires up the team a little bit uh more than i think any other coach but um 
there's 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 still a disconnect on the on the offensive coordinator side to the uh, quarterback on the field. Give it all to Claris tonight. He did his job well. He did his job fine. Uh, Masoli had the right instructions for the last six games, and it's just a matter of uh, you know getting it done. The offensive line tonight was suspect. Mm-hmm. Very suspect, and again, that hurts. Uh, that hurts our quarterback. That hurts our running backs. But uh, I know Austin's pass happy. But you gotta find CJ and second down and short. You gotta dump it off. I'm not blind. Nobody is in this league. But I just don't see why anybody else is, is, is complaining as much as I want to complain about not dumping the ball off on short second down yardage. Mm-hmm. Well, C.J. had uh, five catches tonight for 68 yards, and he ran the ball six times for 15 yards. And I thought I thought they would use him much more in the screen pass, the shovel pass, exactly. those misdirection plays, because exactly. everyone and their grandmother knew B.C. was going to bring the heat early and yep. often, and they did. Right? You have Caleros playing in his first game in 11 months. They're going to bring some noise. I, I, I like the way Claris played, too. You, you know, the timing's going to be off with some of the receivers, of course. First game back, game action, game speed. But at the end of the day, the play calling kind of is, again, as suspect as the O-line is right now. Because if anybody's putting uh, words in his headset, it, it's got to be somebody. Somebody's got to have eyes. Gable's open on second down so, so many times. You take the first down. You get the chains moved. You're going ahead. You're eating up the clock. Um, you know, it is what it is. At the end of the day, everybody's got a game plan. But uh, to me, I want to see more second down CJ, and I want to see more more uh, connection between the offensive coordinator and Austin's mind. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's at right now, but congratulations to the Cats for making a game of it. Who is uh, your player of the game, and, and what grade would you give Caleros tonight? Uh, you know what? Player of the game, just because made of the game, would have to be uh, Speedy B. Yep. Absolutely, just because. You know, come on, you got to give that credit. And uh, Caleros, I'd give him a B plus, if not a full B because uh, he show, he show, he showed some good things. He showed some good things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kevin, and I'm glad he held up on his uh, on his knees too. He didn't show no hesitation, so that was good too. Not at all. Yeah, he looked good. Thanks for the call. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Thanks, Rick. All right, thank you again to Kevin. Now let's stay on the phones. And Alex is on the line. Alex, good morning. Morning, Rick. How are you? Good. How are you? Tired. Another late night, eh? Yeah, I know. I I'm hoping it's going to be the last. Game of the season <laughs> where Hamilton plays like ten and eleven at at night. Well, this is the, this is the last ten o'clock one, but they are in Saskatchewan at nine thirty on September the twenty fourth. So we'll have a, another bad. late one. That's not bad, yeah. No, I'm a little confused though. That Why is that? Zach Caleros is an outstanding quarterback, mm-hmm. but every time he would run the ball, I would ask him like, "No, don't run the ball. You're going to get hurt again." Or whenever he passed it, I knew he was going right to Luke Tasker. And Luke was not always open. Mm-hmm. He had Tolliver, Fantuz, and Chad. Always open. And 50-50, Luke caught it He or he dropped it. And when he caught it, phenomenal. When he dropped it, it was either knocked down or almost intercepted. Or he was and getting he, schmucked. Oh, yeah. And yeah. 
is he all right? Like, do you have any updates? No, yeah, he's fine. He came it? he came back into the game. He he had that two point conversion uh, that um, was really an easy catch because no one was really around him. Uh, but yeah, he was uh, he was back into the game. Yeah, that last pass though at the game of the end of the at the end of the game, I think Zach was intending to go towards Luke. It's just that whoever called that play, I guess, was just saying, you know what, do what you want. It's twenty seconds left. It's your first game back. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'd like to be in the meeting room. Um, you know, this week when they dissect that play in particular, because I would be very interested to to hear what exactly was the intent of that play. Was he supposed to go deep? Did, as I mentioned earlier, did he see something in the BC coverage where he thought, you know, my hot read is, you know, player X, but I'm going to throw it here because I see something. I think he was under pressure because oh, yeah. the O-line was struggling so bad, especially that first play of the game. Mm-hmm. Lewis, that I believe he was playing right tackle. Yep. He just stood there and let Zach get destroyed. And when that hit happened, I'm like, uh-oh, he's gone. He's done for the season. He <laughs> got a concussion or tore, tore his other ACL or whatever. Oh, man. He's done. But That would have been he tragic. Got up. He got up, and I'm like, oh, he's he's so strong. He's like a, a big boulder. Like, he won't go down without without a fight, you know. Yeah, if he got hurt, if he got hurt, if he suffered a season-ending injury on that first sack, I would have just gone berserk. That would have been insane. I probably would have left and just not <laughs> watched the game. <laughs> but yeah. honestly, I'm hoping that when they return back to Hamilton that the offensive linemen and the secondary are all going to sit in one room and look over the film and talk to each other. I did this wrong. I did that wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, Let's work on this as a team. Yeah, I can tell you for a fact, Alex, they're going to be doing that on the plane ride home. <laughs> all, all the coaches, <laughs> uh, all, all the coaches sit. Well, they'll meet obviously this week, but all the coaches on the plane ride home. And trust me, I've seen it. I've heard it. Uh, they all have laptops. They're all looking at the game film, and they're all grading every single play, every single player. It's amazing yeah. to see. But I'm hoping that Washington comes back as soon as possible because from what I saw when he was on Winnipeg, he's a good kick returner. He could really help out Banks, and the secondary could really use him. You know, yeah. It would give Hamilton the motivation that we need to get to the playoffs. You know, you can't just rely on Zach. It's impossible. Yeah. But well, if you have a strong secondary and strong O-line, D-line, and all that, you're a good team. Yeah, I think I think they're too good of a team not to make the playoffs. Something would have to go horribly wrong for them to miss the playoffs this season. Who's your player of the game tonight, and, and what grade would you give Caleros tonight? Okay, I have two players of the game. Okay. The first one is Zach Caleros because it's his first game back from injury. You know, yep. He hasn't played in 11 months. Mm-hmm. My second one has to be Maher because without our kicker, we would not have got that many points. Yeah, he had so, a solid game. Oh, a solid game. And my grade for Zach Caleros has to be a solid A, even okay. though he had some mistakes. He kept the team together. It was his first game back, and every time he took a play, no hesitation whatsoever on his leg. He was fine, smiling, you know, had a great time. Even though we lost, I think he, you know, was, was going to be saying to the coaches, I can't wait till the 20th to destroy the riders. <laughs> we shall see. Alex, thanks for the call. No problem, Rick.
905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. John is on the line. Good morning, John. How are you doing? Good, how are you? Oh, I'm getting there. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, few observations. Um, I think exactly, you know, pretty well expected what he should do. Uh, questionable the last, uh, the last uh, Throw. play. Yeah. Um, but um, I have to say that I think arguably we have one of the worst secondary in the league. There is no reason that we should have been down, what, 30 or 28 points by halftime. Mm-hmm. Jenkins was throwing off his back foot on pressure three or four times. That, that's he, what he does. He's throwing the ball 30, 40 yards, in, and our, our – our, our DBs aren't even are nowhere to be found. The DBs, the secondary, lost the game for us today. There's no doubt. Look at the last touchdown with Arsenal. What the hell? There was three guys and no one could stop. They all missed the tackle. Yeah. So we have a major problem with our our uh, secondary. The past three games before half, the opponents have scored over 100 points. <laughs> yep. You can't win games this way. It's it's impossible. Our major problems are secondary. Our defensive line, I think, is all right, but they're not getting past opponents. You know, uh, um, they're not controlling the line of scrimmage. Not yeah, because not not like last year, and certainly in past years. I will say you know, that they were bringing some pressure on Jennings, but a but the pre- they they just didn't bring too much, or b he eluded it. So I'll give a little bit coming. of credit to Jennings too. Yeah, but the pressure's not coming from the line. That's the problem. Uh, so it's it's coming it's coming from the. Uh, it's coming from like when they blitz, Lawrence, sure. or it's coming from uh, uh, Cox, uh, not Cox, um, Stevens, um, because the, by the time they get there, they're but a second off uh, the quarterback. Right. right. So it's not coming from the line that pressure that we're, we're talking about for sacks. Yeah, there there is some so, time time to time. Check out a sack tonight. Uh, you know, Laurent can push the pocket, but I I, oh, yeah. I, I know what you mean. It, it's, it's not BC like. Yeah, the secondary is 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 the problem. The O line, they poop the bed. Sorry, in the first half, mm-hmm. there was absolutely no protection. I don't know what happened. Um, so I think there, there's something going on that the secondary needs to be fixed. Without that being fixed, we're not really going anywhere. We're, we'll be a, might be in the playoffs, but that I mean that's that's sort of that's I think that's it um, for them if they're not going to produce um, the offensive coordinator. I don't know how much Austin has much to say on that. If I gave the player of the game, I give it to Jenkins. There's no one on the Cats that I'd give it to. Oh, Jonathan um, Jennings, okay. Oh, or Arsenal. I wouldn't give anyone on the Cats. Calaris, I'll give him about a B. Okay. Um, he's played much better before, but it's his first game back. I think he played well. You can see he was still a little rusty. Yeah. You could see that he was. He went to Tasker because that's you know that's a, your safe bet mm-hmm. because he wasn't spreading it out like he normally would have. Um, but I mean, I think that first sack. And the first play of the game was the best thing that could happen to him. I agree, kind of. Not not, not the n- yeah, not the violent nature of it, but just that he got but hit no and got it out of the way. Violent nature of it, he needs because if you're coming back after eleven months, you've already you blew your knee out. Yeah, you're going to be afraid of that first one. Sure. Yeah. So he got hit a few times. So I think that was great. Um, one question that maybe you can answer: um, that he was cleared three or four weeks ago to play. Mm-hmm. Do they hold him back to, is it just more caution, or is it to get him back into the swing of things so he knew the offense, or do you think the reasoning for that was? Well, he said 
that somewhere on the round of, uh, you know, 20 days before he was taken off the six-game injured list, or thereabouts, it was about 20 days, he said he was a full go 20 days ago. This was the day he was taken off the six-game injured list. We're talking about a month ago that he would have been ready. So maybe, obviously, they took him off the six-game because you can't practice when you're on the six-game. So when you take him off the six, as they did, well, he started practicing, right? So he he whether he was medically cleared to play a month ago or not is still going to be a mystery because nobody's commenting on that. But he felt he was ready to go. Um, before I go, I have just two quick questions that you can answer them later if you want. Yeah. There's a rumor that Banks held out at the beginning of the year for a contract uh, uh, extension or more money. Right. That's where he was down south. That's why he didn't show up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know anything about that. And two, have you ever seen the Cats do what Saskatchewan did and get they got fined for over your years of covering this, the Tigats? I'll, uh, I'll hang up on you and I'll uh, answer the questions for you. Number one, Banks held out, from what I understand, I'm going to believe the Tigats when they say, for family reasons. He was dealing with some family issues, and I have no inkling, really, to think otherwise. Number two, if you're not familiar with the Rough Riders story, they were fined earlier this week a grand total of $86,000, sixty grand in money, more or less, twenty six in salary cap room for having a bunch of extra players in Regina, not under contract, but feeding them, housing them, is keeping them around, just in case. I've seen guys around old Iverwind Stadium. This is years ago. And... It was a much different story because Hamilton would bring in guys, test them out, try them out, and if they were good, yeah, they'd sign them to a contract and keep them around. If they didn't fit the bill, they were on their way. So I guess the answer is, no, I've never seen or heard of the Ticats keeping a bunch of guys around, not under contract, and housing and feeding them and just having them around just in case. Never saw it. Another quick break. When we come back, John, number two, is on the line. We'll get to our player of the game, our fifth quarter fan of the night as well. Some emails and tweets streaming in. We'll get to those too. This is the fifth quarter, brought to you by Wizens Law on AM 900 CHML. A couple of tweets streaming in. Corey writes, B-plus for Zach. Last second bad read should have thrown to Gable in space. Uh, Aaron writes, hey, what about those BC players pulling at our Ticats legs like a wishbone? In brackets, Chad Owens. Yeah, play's over. Let the guy go. Brad, there were two non-calls against Gable that should have been unnecessary roughness. One against Owens, too. And Michael on Twitter, C-plus for Zach. He played fantastic at times, but his first and last plays were horrible. He also took the loss, hashtag fifth quarter. And uh, Michael also writes, cheering on Eric Harris to make the Saints, but feel RD misses him in the middle of the field badly. Yeah, Eric Harris would make a big difference. So would Delvin Bro, wouldn't he? couple minutes to go here. John, uh, part two is on the line. John, good morning. Hey, good morning, uh, Rick. Um, quite the, the heartbreaker there, but yeah. um, kudos to um, to them for you know coming back. Now, I emailed you last uh, last game, and unfortunately, fell asleep uh, to hear your response. But it was around Emmanuel Davis 
what happened to him? Where has he gone? You know, haven't haven't really seen much, but you know, I was happy to see him get a, a, a you know pick uh, tonight mm-hmm. and, and and rejuvenate himself. So. Um, glad to see that happen actually yeah well he didn't go anywhere i mean he's been on the team all year and uh he made his mark tonight with that big interception so the only thing i can um add to why we're why we're losing so much at halftime is in last year's um situation we had a lot of pressure up at the front and, mm-hmm. and constantly pressuring the quarterbacks which led to a lot of interceptions by Mr. Davis himself, by mostly the other team as well. But that's one thing I'm noticing is in the first half for uh, the game plan is, is not putting a lot of pressure, and, and that's resulting in too much, you know, too much time for the quarterback and, and not, not creating any turnovers. Right. Yeah, and that, that was a big difference last year is this defense created, not only created a lot of turnovers, but scored on those turnovers, a lot of pick sixes, a lot of fumble recoveries for touchdowns. And if they didn't, they gave the offense great field position to pile on a lot of points in the first half. Definitely, definitely. But uh, kudos out to uh, one, one thing I want to applaud is Brett Mahar. Um, definitely, you know, he's off to a great start. I'm, I'm happy that he's, you know, filling that void and, and definitely, you know, making a, you know, helping us out with, with the field position as well. So. He's doing a great job. Is he your player of the game? Uh, I would say I would say it'll be a tie between him and Zach. I'm I'm happy Zach had a a good game. You know, like you said, I think a lot of the callers said that that very last read. You know, instead of going for the first down, extending the drive. But you know, it's one thing saying it, and one thing being in the situation. Right? It's uh, you know. Anyway, I'm just happy that he came out not not being injured, and um, I'm sure that'll all change come come forward. Mm-hmm. And what uh, grade do you give Zach tonight? I would say I'll give him a B-plus as well. B-plus. Sounds good. Thanks for the call, John. Okay, thanks, Rick. Enjoy the rest of the weekend. Phil is on the line. Good morning, Phil. Uh, how you doing there, Rick? I'm good. How are you? Good. I, I actually went to the game. I just come back from the game. Nice. And uh, Yeah, I, and uh, it was uh, Adam Big Hill bobblehead night. Oh, was it? And, I'm, and as far as I'm concerned, the only bobbleheads that are on the field was Austin and his coaching staff. <laughs> Why do you, you say that? When you have... The best punter in the CFL. Why or why are you giving up two points? Why? That's four points that they gave up, and that would have made a three-point difference at the end of the game. And yeah. they got a field goal and tied it instead. I get the. Uh, I guess the question is, why would you punt to one of the best punt return guys who's going to get the ball at least at midfield? Precisely. And um, when they did it the first time, I looked at my son and I said, "I said they're going to, they're going to, that's going to backfire. BC's going to go down the field, and get a touchdown, which they did." And the second time, you know, they didn't, but uh, it's still, um, you know, and the, the other thing, too, is, uh, you know, the, <laughs> I, the book on Jennings, uh, pressure, pressure, blitz, blitz. Um, they finally, you know, they finally did that in the second half, but it is too late. You're, you know, you got 32 points. My goodness, you know, you're not going to, you know, make up ground from that that easy, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it showed in the third quarter, they finally put the, you know, blitzing packages in there, and then he, uh, Jennings threw that looper there to, to Davis. How he didn't get in the end zone, by the way, I have no idea. Yeah, well, they There's did eventually. Field. Yeah, yeah, and they, and they made it. So, I, you know, I, I put part of the blame there on that, uh, the, I mean, the coaching staff as well. And uh, the last play, you need five yards. you got 40 seconds on the clock. Mm-hmm. Why, oh, why are you throwing it in the end zone? Don't get that one at all, yeah. um, you know. So, it, you know, it, it's just a and, – and then Chad Owens was open. He underthrew the ball, hmm. you know. And, uh, you know, it's just like, – again, I, I put that one on the coaching staff. Um, 
you know, kudos to the Tiger Cats. I mean, they didn't give up, and it, it looked pretty bleak there in the first half. But uh, boy, oh boy, you know, I don't want to say that's one that slipped away, but man, oh man, they, uh, that one that one was doable. That's that was sure. winnable. Phil, we got to run here, but who's your player of the game? Um, you know what? I'd, I'd have to give it to Tasker. He took that shot there, and that was the fourth quarter, <laughs> yeah. and uh, got winded, whatever, and he came back and he got the two-pointer, and I think he made another good catch before that. Um, I mean, I, I guess the, the other guy would be Zach. I mean, he, you know, he did show some good stuff there, but he showed his rust as well. But I, I'll go with Luke. Sounds good. Thanks for the call, Phil. Okay, thank you. Okay. We got a run here. Um, so the grade, as I'm tabulating, uh, a solid B plus for Zach. He did get a number of A votes as well. Our uh, player of the game is Zach Caleros and our fifth quarter fan of the night. So we're not going to replay the call because we're plumb out of time. Our fifth quarter fan of the night is Dave. Thanks for all your tweets, your emails, your calls. we got to run. My name is Rick Samprin, Willerskin, producing tonight's program. This has been the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML. The fifth quarter after every Tycats game on AM 900 CHML.